Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join us. Hey, welcome to Chaotic Harmony. Hey. You're Jonathan Seligman. I am. Hi there. How's it going? I'm good. I am. Then you're Mark. I'm Mark. <laughs> hey, we have Mark Keemer here. Hey. Hey. Good to see you too. Yeah, it's good to see you too. How's it going? It's good. Thanks yeah. for having me back. Yeah, yeah we're thrilled to have you back. <sighs> Where's your bow tie? Disappointment, dude. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Mark's keeping it cash. Cash, cash. It's a day mm-hmm. off. Oh, it is. Enough. And this would be my outfit if I could every day. Mm. Okay. But I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Although I have been told, like, you have to wear a tie every day. Okay. I choose oh. to because the midsection's been a bit rotund. Fair. <laughs> and so <laughs> that tie helps break it up. You know what? <laughs> We all got through COVID the best way we yeah, knew how, okay? Sure did. Yeah, we sure did. Oh, man. Dude, it was rough going to a physical for the first time after COVID. It's like, <laughs> yeah, see, this was uh, what you were before and where you are now. Is, yep. Yep. Hey, hey, my pants still fit, so we're fine. <laughs> okay. Mine <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> my and shirts don't. And that's okay, because we're humans, we're and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> hey, so we brought Mark back because we wanted to do an end-of-the-year recap. Yeah. Yes. We made it. We made we it. Did. You made Thank it. Thank God. Thank we you. We made it. So Jonathan and I have been saying for the last few episodes that we think that this year in many ways was more difficult than last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my theory is it's like we came we came back to in-person learning and there was this simultaneous like um, the kids were uh, excited to be back and kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. And so they were on their best behavior they were like is this for real are we going to go back and then there were so many covid shutdowns in the classes so we were in we were out Mm -hmm. this was the first year of stability and so the kids are doing what kids do and they felt safe and when kids feel safe they test boundaries yep and so there was much boundary testing Mm -hmm. and amidst also the things that they did and learned while they were in closures essentially so Mm -hmm. they that for me they tested boundaries virtually as well (laughs) oh did they yeah there was a uh there was some social media stuff that was created that was by kids that was not okay. Oh. So we had to shut that down hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For it was sure. bad. Directed at you? Mm, I was part of it. It was directed at the whole school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's different. I mean, we dealt with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, they figured out how to open up my virtual classes at like 2 a.m. And Same. have class parties. <laughs> I'd come in and it'd be like, you know, Dominic started class at 2.30 a.m. And I'm like, no. Oh, no. During during the virtual year? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm. During the virtual year. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Why? Uh, whatever. Like, well, because they could. Like, they could. Like, oh, yeah. they, like, also, I think part of it is also like. It was access to their friends. Access to their friends, for sure. Yeah. I know I had some former students. Mm-hmm. That is still tied to, like, they're still in the district, but like decided to, like, oh, I miss you. I was, like, yeah, they could invite people from other schools at first yeah, before we figured that out. For a while. Party time. Party time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was. That was a left turn. But yeah, well, uh. they, yeah, they tested boundaries not just inside the class, but outside as well. They did. They did. So this year it was more of. Uh, just like convincing them that being in the classroom at all times was mandatory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they also, like, it's something you've mentioned in many, many, many episodes. Like, the question that they always ask is, are you someone that I can trust? Right, yeah. And that Do was you care? After, like, after school closures. Like, mm-hmm. that is 
a prevalent question because a mm-hmm. lot of teachers have entered the mindset, all right, we're back, it's time for us to do the things that we did before, but they, the, the lack of tr- or the, the question of trust has been increased. And so placing these like old school approaches just has just kind of disrupted the whole trust element and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, it sure has. Yeah. So anyway, how did it feel up at the district level is what mm. I'm curious about. With what oh. you This oh, year versus no. last, yeah. Well, I will say I didn't I wasn't sitting there in July this year writing COVID guidelines like oh, I hey, was that's the first nice. year. That's yeah. Nice. yeah. So yeah. I when I got the job, like two weeks in, three weeks in, I was at my desk writing the COVID guidelines for you all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not qualified to do this. <laughs> um so I was working with risk management, but there was nothing at the state, there was nothing at the dish or at the county, and so I didn't have to do that this year. Um, you know, this year, I know, praise. Um, <laughs> praise be yeah, to go get my shoes. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that this year there was a lot of new. There was a lot of we had a lot of new teachers. Uh, we had a lot of people switch sites this year, mm-hmm. and so yes. there was just a lot of kind of learning within get coming back, and mm-hmm. so I think for me. One of the things that I had attempted this year, and whether or not it was successful, we'll find out, but really to help build the community with w- amongst VAPA teachers and provide that space for them, and trying to do it in a way where I, I recognize and I hear and I know that there is a lot going on, that there are teachers who are tired, that there are people who still haven't fully you know, come back to their quote-unquote normal selves from the pandemic because that was a very traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. And so we have these students who have gone through trauma. We have these adults who've gone through trauma. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we still have to continue to do the thing. And so for me, it was trying to be gentle in a way that is helpful to teachers and try not to push too much because there's a part of me that wants to go 100 miles an hour sure. because mm-hmm. I we have to. But yeah. there's also a part of me that's like, we can't go 100 miles an hour. And I want to try to be... Everybody's out of gas. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so I want yeah. to try to be cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. But we still are being held to a standard. We are still sure. being looked at. And like the arts in general, like they're still under a microscope. And so mm-hmm. yeah, now yeah. that we're back to normal-ish, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, there are these expectations amongst everybody of, well, we need to get back to pre-pandemic life and pre-pandemic numbers, whether that's testing, whether that's this, whether that's that. Like that mm-hmm. is what needs to happen. Yeah. And so trying to balance the... You as a team, Mm -hmm. like there needs to be some sort of professional learning or Mm -hmm. some sort of sharpening skills, but there can't be this dramatic push that is going to make people be so burnt out and so overwhelmed with their job because they're trying to survive the day to day sure Mm. um so it's trying to provide that vision trying to provide hey we are doing the thing and we're gonna do it together and Mm -hmm. that's like you are the people who you need to lean on in Mm -hmm. order to do the thing because y'all can't lean on one person and you all are doing the same thing essentially Mm -hmm. um be a team and so that's why this last year we wrote the mission statement Mm -hmm. because i and, and that's why it took six months to do um, because for me, like that's really valuable to ha- have that common language, to have that common unity. And as I've shared with teachers, like that's the thing that filters all the decision making for me. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm looking at something and I filter it through this, if it don't work, let's not do it. Sure. If it does, let's do it. And yeah. I'm hoping 
that people at their sites do that same thing. And I'm not sure who saw, who got, who didn't, but I even made little mission statement swag cards. And so like I had written them, printed them, laminated them, and like I did that. So you had it. And so Mm -hmm. teachers had it to look there. It was small, so it was like, all right, put it on your desk. Obviously, people do what they want, but mm-hmm. like for me, I have it on my desk right there. So whenever I'm doing something, I can look at them like, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and so there, there was a lot of new learning for me too. Mm-hmm. Um, communication is continually something that I am failing and relearning and trying to get better at. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a part of me that wants to just like and, and like speak all the things. <laughs> um, but yeah. there, you know, there there needs to be some more finesse, and mm-hmm. I'm learning how to be a little bit more finesse um, within my role, um, especially with things that I know need to be changed, mm-hmm. and I know that there are practices and there are things that aren't necessarily ideal. But if I approach it, I in my brain, if I approach it in a way of like. Hey John, you need to fix that right now, and next time I see you, it better be fixed. Like that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. But then also recognizing my stature of I'm not anyone's direct supervisor, mm-hmm. and so there is that too. And then additionally, there is the title or the stank of well, you are the district. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a lot of hats that don't exactly <laughs> meld together yeah. easily. You know, you it's know. I, yes, yes, I, I agree, and. One of the things I was talking to uh, another music teacher um, about of, you know, I think that there is this way that people can vilify the district. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I think it's super easy, too, because when things don't necessarily look how they should or they do this, it's super easy. Oh, the district doesn't care. The district doesn't. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to this person. I was like, you know, next time that you yourself feel that way, insert my name in there. Because I'm a person, mm-hmm. and does that sentence still carry? The district doesn't care. Mark doesn't care. Does that still? And, and no, it's not all about me, of course. Mm-hmm. But just trying to put a name to the thing that you are frustrated with, mm-hmm. and realizing, okay, well, if that is a person up there, they are maybe trying to do, and also recognize we're a huge district with a lot of kids and a lot of teachers and a lot of families, and unfortunately, a lot of problems. Yeah, and because there are so many. So think of your individual site times that by 50 mm-hmm. and that's kind of where we're at and there are much higher needs at certain schools and, and all this other stuff so yeah yeah so yeah. it's kind of like this year everybody was like all right so we're back to normal right yeah exactly that's what i that, i mean like that was a very short yeah. summary but i feel like that's what you're saying like yeah, yeah. there's this we are out of covid uh-huh. quote unquote you know yeah so we need to get back to the things to, to, to teaching and learning yeah and so right. um that was and making kind of pretty our, things right and mm-hmm. something that I felt, I don't know if it's accurate from the the district level, but like it felt like we are back to normal, let's do the things. But also since VAPA is always, no matter like where you are throughout, well, Vision Performing Arts, where you are in the United States, like it's always a weird place because it's not as secure as writing, arithmetic, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Everything else can be, like, VAPA is always more on a, under a microscope. So like mm-hmm. we kind of have to perform better but we're also like human who are tired humans are tired and so we can't perform even at the rate we were before covid Mm -hmm. yes i i agree and be (laughs) 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 that's fair yeah yeah working on communication um i agree with that and it doesn't necessarily have to always be this giant performance showcase type thing sure Mm -hmm. And, and you know 
I, I'm a true believer and I'm going to continue to tout this as long as, you know, I'm within this position or within the arts or whatever. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to be a part of your school community yes. without just being the VAPA teacher. Mm-hmm. And you need to, you know, be seen as more than just the VAPA teacher. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like... And I think that you need to, it needs to be a given that you are a part of every um, ceremony um, yep. that goes on, you mm-hmm. know, every big event that, of course, they turn to you yeah. and your input for what the, what all the kids can do to participate. Yeah. Ideally, be more yes. enthusiastic. Yeah. It, not it, everywhere, but ideally, yes. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the episode we had with Kirsten as she was talking mm-hmm. about it's it, it's easy for us VAPA teachers, at least for music teachers, like, to hide behind the instrument. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the modality we've had. Mm-hmm. But as teachers, we have to be part of that community. Otherwise, we, yeah, otherwise our support falls apart and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think even with that, there are simple steps that can be done. Mm-hmm. Is do you know the names of any of your other teachers, your general education oh, teachers? Yeah. That's a big deal. You know, do mm-hmm. you know anything mm-hmm. about them? Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be you have to be best friends with everyone on sure, campus. Sure. Absolutely not. But do you know if they have kids? Do you know if they're married? Do you know anything about them? Do you and say so, good morning to them yeah. when you walk in? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, or, it starts there. Yeah. Do you yeah. have favorites? <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously. Obviously, I do. Um, <laughs> you do. Um, wait, wait, obvious, oh, <laughs> it's Zoe. Zoe's favorite. Um, and so, like. It's not always you need to be on ILT, you need to be on SSC. Sure. Well, I think that those things are extremely important because, and, you know, at every level there's this, decisions are going to be made, and if your voice isn't being heard, it doesn't mm-hmm. count into sure. that final decision. Mm-hmm. And if your voice is heard, fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. you get to at least be part of that discussion. And so for me, like, I'm now on some committees that I hadn't been on before, and I don't necessarily make a huge impression over it but i'm there and i'm talking with these people right. and it's it's that continual rapport building um and i feel like i this like this is all the thing i say and maybe i got to get a new shtick but I like it's <laughs> but it's it's so true and it's so at the heart of everything that we do is like do you essentially matter to the people you work with mm. And if your job, or for me, if I show up and I'm like, hey, VAPA is the only focus that anyone needs to focus on, and Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily care about SEL, I don't care about math, I don't care about science, we need to focus on this because this is the most important thing in the whole wide world, I'm not going to get along with my other other, uh, coworkers. Mm -hmm. But if I go in, this is kind of what we're doing, here's the lens, tell me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what what you're trying to do. How can is, we work together? Is yeah. there a way to? No. Well, yeah, maybe in the future. But right now, I think like where you're going, where I'm going, isn't necessarily going to overlap. But how can I support you? Do you need me to do anything? Like mm-hmm. having those simple things of realizing everyone, when it comes to content, everyone feels that their content is probably the most important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whether or not there is a most important content, that is arguable. And there are people <laughs> who will argue that for days. Um, yeah. But... And that doesn't matter. No. I, I, yeah. I think that's, that's, that's a good paradigm uh, reminder um, that it's not about the product. Like, well, it is about the product is important, but like in the end, uh, to quote our mm-hmm. former director, yeah. it's all relational, you know? And it's so true. it's important for us to remember that as we try to re- 
build our math programs. Like, yeah, it's true. I think that teachers are so used to being undervalued that there's a Mm. lot of this, um, this need to prove yourself. Um, and you know, the things that I teach do matter and they are absolutely necessary. And, you know, I know of course the music side of that very intimately because we spent most of our careers worried that our jobs were going to be ripped out from under us. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, gen ed teachers feel the same and they get frustrated when curriculum is changed or when, you know, the way that they teach is mandated Mm -hmm. um, because they've been doing a thing away for a while. So I understand where the frustration and the defensiveness comes from. I would also say that in addition to supporting, um, you know, what other teachers do academically, we have to support them, um, you know, relationally with the students too. Like I love that I have, um, some teacher friends who, are totally fine sending some friends who need a break to go help, you know, mm-hmm. in music. Um, and that's, that's fine. Yeah, and mm-hmm. additionally, if I like, for example, I had a little girl in first grade who had a really rough time at recess and she was in a place and she just could not calm down mm. enough to come inside. And I saw one of my colleagues walking by and I was like, Hey, Mr. Turner, can you, can you talk to Gabriella? She says she really wants to talk to you. Um, <laughs> Can you take Which, a second? He's sixth grade, right? Yeah. And the fact that she knows him is fantastic. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, and he, um, and he, so he just, he had his class in the hallway. He stopped them, like went and sat on the bench with her and talked her down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then she was good to go. I just love that we have that with each other. Yeah. Like we can stop each other in the halls. Yeah. It's important. And if you're a VAPA teacher, <laughs> any arts discipline. Yeah. Uh-huh. And your interactions with your colleagues are, Fabian was not good today. Mm-hmm. Alejandro was not good today. Mm-hmm. Vanessa had a hard day. Mm-hmm. And that's all your interactions are. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have much value for yeah. what you do. That's true. Because all they see is you don't know how to classroom manage. Whether or not that's true. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if the only interactions that they have are you sharing with them, their kids are mm-hmm. being problematic. Oh, yeah. That in and of itself is problematic. Now. It's not always unicorns and rainbows, and absolutely you need support. I mm-hmm. 100% agree. Is it possible, and I think it is, to have both? Yeah. To I had some troubles absolutely with them today. Absolutely, it is possible. Yeah. I also had some really super great mm-hmm. helpers today. Yeah. yeah. And for some people, and, and this is the thing that I'm, I'm struggling with, because there is such a differentiation of needs and wants and desires and skills that we have mm-hmm. um and that's education but like when when i'm planning or when we're trying to figure out okay what is what are our meetings going to look like i can't give you two the same things as i give a first year teacher because of yep. the, mm-hmm. your needs are very different you know mm-hmm. sure, and sure. so um, well you can't even give the two of us the same thing right <laughs> <laughs> very different. we're very different exactly. people we're very different teachers absolutely and yeah. so, um, so with that, you know, it's if 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 your rapport building is make sure to just say one could like good kind thing about someone's class mm-hmm. when you return them, or if you have your whatever system you give stars, or like I don't care what system it is, but as long as some some say sort something of, good, some sort of yeah. communication. Mm-hmm. If there's a positive thing to say, yeah, say it. Right, you know, and, yeah. There yeah. was a uh, be known as an encourager. <laughs> yeah, don't just throw off throw the like this person wasn't doing great. It reminds me of this uh, TikTok that came out. I came around it was like it's a general teacher that was throwing shade towards um, VAPA teachers. It wasn't VAPA, it was whatever discipline, whatever they call it in their state. Mm-hmm. But like 
when let's say that, but when the VAP teacher comes back saying, "Oh, this student wasn't doing great," and like they like the it was making fun of VAP teachers in that way. There's a lot of like heat thrown back, and it's valid to throw back heat. But in the same sense, like that general ed teacher is posting that because the rapport between the VAP teacher and them are isn't positive. It's it's very much. It seems like it's pretty. Yeah. Well, they do way. take it personally. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I want to be careful how much of the story I share, but I was helping out. <laughs> I know I was helping out at my student, at my children's school mm-hmm. after we were out because they were in session at the, mm-hmm. so they're in, um, fourth and fifth grade. And, um, I was walking by a classroom and I was there and I just don't feel right walking on a campus without my teacher ID around my neck. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> Um, and the kids were all like, who are you? I'm like, I'm Mrs. Pridmore. It's nice to meet you. I'm here to help. I'm a teacher. Like, Your worst nightmare. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they learned real quick. Um, it's like, I'm wearing pink and I look sweet, but you can't throw me, kiddo. Um, and I'm walking by a classroom and there's markers being launched out the window. And I'm mm. like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went, I went up there and I just, I collected, I had like 10 markers in my hand by the time I like walked up to the, the front and they were having some sort of free time. That's the end of the year, right? Sure, sure, so sure. the kids are, you know, crazy. There's not that many days left. And the teacher, um, I just went up to him and I was like, hey, there are airborne markers flying out of your, um, out of your doorway. I just wanted to let you know, uh, do you need some support? I'm, I'm here, you know, I'm here volunteering. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to help. I'm a credentialed teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and he kind of took me aside and he's like there's just three kids in this class that I just don't know what to do with and I've tried everything this year and I was like hey 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 I get you <laughs> I have been in your shoes mm-hmm. all year my friend I know exactly where you're coming from this is not coming from a yeah. place of judgment this is genuinely can I help you mm-hmm. what can I do and so then you pull the duct tape and <laughs> right I mean you want to but his entire demeanor changed sure, because sure. I think that mm-hmm. that teachers are so used to feeling judged mm-hmm. um, yeah very much so yeah yeah, and it, it's like this is your fault. Right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I think also we as VAP teachers coming from different per- yeah, that personality, was a joke. <laughs> where we only see kids for you know mm-hmm. X amount of minutes per week, right. and the general teacher that is their kid. Yeah, and so when yeah. we say that kid is not behaving well, it's kind of a state. It, it, it feels it personal. feels like it's a statement yeah. towards their classroom management. Right. So exactly. Yeah. It does. It's true. But you can I've learned through having children of my own that I cannot control their behavior. Wait, what? I can I can what? Di- redirect it. I can mentor them. Mm-hmm. I can call them out, but I cannot can control everything my children say and do. So even think about a non-biological child. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like people need to stop being so judgy judge, first of all, yeah. against parents and teachers and just get Please. on board with like group mentorship. That's what it's about. Yeah. We can't make change alone. No. Yeah. So help each other out. Village. Yeah. Takes a village. <laughs> I'm a believer in, a, in the village. <laughs> I mean, that's just a fact. Yes. I, I feel like also we get stuck with this paradigm that, you know, the whole bootstrap, we can do it on our own kind mm-hmm. of thing. But no, we can't. No. And so we let go of those egos. Like, yeah. Like, and then when we recognize we can't do it on our own, other people can't do it on their own. So help them out. Dude, if... You know, we have a really great life. And if I if I'm giving my kids absolutely everything that a kid could want, you know, in in getting the best possible start in life, mm-hmm. and I'm confident that they have that. And I can't control every single, you know, poor decision that they decide that they make because they're people mm-hmm. with their own brains and their own, you know, inner life, then of course I can't control my students. Yeah. Of course no teacher can control their students. We have to be on board with helping them. 
Cheers. <laughs> Which is why we're trying to build a big community. I exactly. know, yeah. but you have to feel safe and secure to have a community. Yeah, you're right. And we're lacking that. So yeah. fix Not it. just us. Well, I'm talking about just us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we started talking about. <laughs> I think it's episode. worldwide. We started talking about the beginning of this episode, the whole element of like trust, and do we feel do we feel like the students trust us, and also that applies yeah. for our te- coworkers as well. Totally. Do we feel like our co does our coworker feel like we trust them, et cetera, et cetera? Like, right? Do we trust each other? Yeah, and I don't know. I just are we a true team? Yeah, and I think that we spent so long isolated, we're having the same issues as the kids. It's hard to gr- you can't grow when you're not feeling secure. Yeah. It, uh, okay. Adding on to the theme of how, what should I say? Um, <laughs> last year when we, we had to let go, well, last year we let go of our art teacher mm-hmm. and knives came out, um, especially when they found out who they chose over the art teacher and et cetera, it affected collaboration, et cetera, et cetera. Yikes. And it's like, it was bad. It was really bad. And I, I feel like we've been in this defense. Me- if you keep on thinking about our own individual needs as opposed to the collective needs, like the knives come out and it gets really toxic. It was the... The most toxic our school has been. Yeah. And thankfully, time has passed and we've kind of, we're still working on the healing process, but that was really a hard time for us. Yeah. 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 And it sounds to me like, um, without knowing the story, that Mm -hmm. there was probably a large element of insecurity in that toxicity. You know, if one person can be let go, then everybody's expendable. And and so some of it was defensiveness towards a friend, but maybe some of it was fear. More so the element of, because VAPA right now is tied to collaboration. Ah. If our supports are pulled that easily, then what else is going to be pulled? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so less of like job security, but more of like support security. Yeah, quality of life. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So trust each other. Help each other out. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. And yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we fixed it. I'm really glad we fixed everything. <laughs> right, yeah. Thank you. It's this like when is, someone tells you don't be sad, right? You're not sad anymore. Hey. Oh, we fixed Yes. <laughs> I think another element, like, I don't know, I've been reading um, Rest is Resistance, um, uh-huh. this book, and just rest is needed. Is that and by the Nat Bishop? No. No? It's by, by someone else. Uh, oh, I'll send you. I'll place in the notes. Okay. Um, I, I have thoughts on it. But um, but one of the, 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 the important things is, like, we can't, first off, the element that we can't do this on our own. Mm-hmm is like very important. It's not individual freedom. It is collective freedom. Mm-hmm. And it's also this notion of we need time to, we need time for, they talk about we need time to give space for grief. Mm-hmm. And I remember where the podcast that we released after the beginning, we went to, when the beginning of COVID hit, like we were grieving at the beginning. We talked also yeah. to PMEA about grief as well. Mm-hmm. And we still are undergoing the, the pains of grief. It's mm-hmm. still in our bones. And I don't know, I know for myself, I haven't. I still haven't given time for myself to rest. And ironically, I say that during summer break, but like I still haven't given myself time to, to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people haven't given themselves time to truly rest. Um, there's... Uh, like people, you know, try, try to find ways to treat themselves. But as we talked about earlier in our earlier podcast, like treat yourself ain't self care necessarily. No, it's not. It takes time. Like rest is reflect needs time for reflection. Rest there you is go. time for yeah just incorporation. Giving space to dream mm-hmm. and imagine. Yes. Yeah. So I say all that. I'm trying to backtrack. Most I know that sounds like a really excellent call to action. Um, it's like here. So here are the big problems that we've identified from coming out of this year mm-hmm. and what we want to do to improve. And so what can we do right now 
take the time to reflect and rest this summer. Yeah. And and imagine the direction that we need to go. Yeah, because I, I, I sorry, <laughs> you say something, but I, I just I'm not good with rest. Mm. I'm someone that's not good at rest to the point Wait, where I really <laughs> to the point where you know the first week of break I started creating a website like as opposed mm-hmm. to just and like this past weekend I decided to just hike Coles Mountain and just go to the top just like that gave myself time just to think about some stuff and so mm-hmm. yeah it, it, rest is definitely a call to action but. Rest has to be intentional. Mm-hmm. It can't just be a quick little treat you give yourself, but really thinking about what do you want from life kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mark. I think that <clears throat> there's this kind of thought process of we rest during breaks. And I don't necessarily think that that's 100% like, sure, absolutely, that's part of it. But why, how much time? is wasted in the day endlessly scrolling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how much of a time of your day is wasted doing something that doesn't ne- doesn't necessarily bring anything to you to your life mm-hmm. um but it's part of your day because of x y or z whether that's watching tv endlessly scrolling whatever mm-hmm. and so I I've been I've been thinking about this recently with just how I conduct my own life and my kind of habits and whatnot and I think that there there is opportunity during the day to have that sort of quote unquote rest mm-hmm. or quote unquote whatever we want to call it and it's one of those things where if we do it every day some form and we cut out a needless waste of time mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. that looks like don't you think we would be closer to feeling more rest Very rather so. than, well, I have a weekend coming up. That's when I'll rest. Oh, my weekend's over. It's back to the grind. Yeah. The, the book definitely. talks about that. Like, so mm-hmm. um, Teresa Hersey is the author's name. Yeah. And you know, she talks about just rest is resistance. The element of pushing against grind culture, pushing against like giving like, your spouse, yourself space intentionally each day to give yourself time to, to just nap and rest napping down to somebody sleeping but giving yourself time to just think about it and like i remember also this episode um from the score they're they're talking about um you have to schedule in time for yourself in the day like mm-hmm. we place on our calendars like productivity 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 things you're going to do um you know you're meeting with this person at six o'clock you are doing a podcast 9 30 mm-hmm, you're, you're, you know, mm-hmm. but do you give your place on your calendar when you're going to rest mm-hmm. when you're going to give yourself time for yourself and that's very valid like in our mm-hmm. capitalist grind culture it's we think so much oh i need to be productive but are we also placing time for ourselves to just breathe it's true. And be without an agenda. Without well, with the agenda of yourself, like, right? Yeah, without like, the productive agenda. Teresa Hersey yeah. is the nap bishop. Oh. that's how she's known on social media. The nap. Oh, sorry, yeah. when I said nap, I thought can. Sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and she does. Uh, she does nap protests. Mm-hmm. So for her, it's um, it's taking back the power of the black community yep. to be seen as resting because um, you know, kind of as a, um. I don't know, how would you put it? Like a reparation for like what was going on with slavery for so many years. It's like, we're gonna, we're not going to see black bodies just constantly in motion. Mm-hmm. And as part of the capitalist system, you know, constantly like serving others, we get to rest and we have that, 
we have that right yep. as a community mm-hmm. um, to be seen as as prioritizing our own well-being and our own rest just for rest's sake. And it's really affected me because so I pull so much of my own self-worth from what I can produce. And so to just be, I love following her on Instagram just to see, you know, scrolling sometimes in my feed and mm-hmm. then seeing a group of people who, you know, have taken over like a quad or something to just take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Because, she, and she always talks about how when you, when you rest, that's when you dream, that's when yes. you can imagine, that's when you incorporate the changes that you want to see in yourself and in your community. It is powerful mm-hmm. and we don't value it very much in our culture. And the dreaming element, that's how we get through the problems. I feel like, I feel like when we're constantly working, we're thinking only about the problem in front of us as mm-hmm. opposed to how can we creatively redirect the problem? Like mm-hmm. we, like, especially teachers, like feel like when we're thinking, when we're in the grind, when we're focusing so much on the next lesson, we aren't thinking about the bigger picture and how we can solve it. And so rest yeah. is super important for us to dream new ways. Yeah. Well, as teachers, you know, we've talked about this before. You you get on campus and you basically are running for the entire day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't have time to check my email when I'm on the clock at oh, yeah. school, let alone um, let alone give myself space. So, yeah, having that time set aside um, to put the phone down and and meditate, it is important. Is it rest that we want or is it more healthy habits that we want? I mean, are they not one yeah. another? Porque los dos. <laughs> Well, the reason so I say it, yeah. yeah. So the reason yeah. I say that is because, for me, there's when when you say rest, mm-hmm. there's this kind of notion of well, I'm supposed to not do anything. You're not necessarily that. For me, it can be like, well, my rest is I'm mindlessly scrolling. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm resting. But when I'm building or when I'm implementing healthy habits, I'm bettering myself. I'm doing the things that are what are eventually going to lead to that dreaming, to that, you know, breakthrough or whatever the case may be. So I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to be writing a blog on this. Um, but so you can read this in long form later on, johnsullivan.com. Um, but <laughs> always plugging things down. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I, uh, I, I, one of the things that I've come to the conclusion is like rest is going to look different for each person. Yeah, that's true. Um, as long as it's intentional, mm-hmm. as long as it's also giving yourself space, Space to reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, so rest may look uh, may look different for some people. For some people, it's it is napping for, uh, physically. For some people, for, for me, my rest was hiking. Like I needed myself time and not listening. To, oh, I'm sorry. Really big issue. People hiking on Coles Mountain stop listening to music out loud. I place an earbud if you need to. Like blows my mind. I swear. <laughs> There's a sign is you're not allowed to listen to music publicly. It affects the the, the reflection. Anyways, so but hiking up, it's it no. I'm with you. I'm with you. It drives me crazy. It's so frustrating. But yeah. like even <laughs> for me. <laughs> Basically, when I'm hiking, that's what I'm doing. people and their Bluetooth speakers are I know. the worst. We're seriously. in nature. I seriously appreciate it. I mean, I get it that you want to listen to music while you're hiking so you can motivate yourself to get to the mountain. Placing earbuds, like, but seriously, that's that's. But for me, I don't want to place in earbuds because, like, mm-hmm. my productive self. When I drive, I'm listening to podcasts and listening to music, etc. But like, my mind is constantly working, 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 but not giving myself space to think and reflect. 
when I'm hi- when I hiked up Coles Mountain, it gave me space to and not listen to anything else. That was my rest because I was able to listen to my own voice, my mm-hmm. own body, mm-hmm. and listen to the whispers around me so that I can think about what I want to do. So rest will look different. Sure, and I absolutely. Mm-hmm. But in that scenario, when you're not hiking up Coles Mountain, are you resting? And 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 you know that's part of it, sure. sure. But if you're building those healthy habits. Or framing it in a mind where, like, I'm taking the time of my day to do whatever it is. Mm-hmm. To read a book. To mm-hmm. go on a walk. Mm-hmm. To, you know, play with Lego. Like, whatever. Um, yeah. But, like, if you're building those healthy habits of doing that and you're taking that time every day, sure, within the healthy habit, just for the sake of this conversation, sure. I can include, well once a month I'll get to go do that. And then when I get to go, like that's when I get that really big recharge. But if you're, and again, this scenario, like if you're associating rest with just that action or this, those like those type of things that aren't necessarily you're able to do during the week or during your day, then you're going to perpetually be in the state of, well, I am not resting because I have all these other things to do. So I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lost your train of thought. That's okay. Yeah. Um, Could you like? Yep. So, if you are associating rest okay. with these bigger things that are not necessarily things that can be done daily, not necessarily. No, they aren't. They can be. That's the rest again. Will look different. I'm associating sure. my hike because that's what I did recently. I sure. would like to propose that a good definition of rest would be something that allows your mind to not be overstimulated, yep. and we live in this overstimulating culture which as a person with adhd is i mean it it drives me bananas sure. and it makes my body go crazy if i don't give myself a break um so it's been a long time since i was a new mom but i realized when i had newborns and i was you know feeding them all night long um scrolling it took me months to figure this out was not a good activity <laughs> you know and and i mean Smartphones were still relatively new when my babies were were babies, um, and we didn't have all the research now that that um, you know mindlessly scrolling all the time leads to higher rates of anxiety and depression and all that Wait, stuff. Doom scrolling is not healthy. What? It's not. What? Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it, your brain like physically hurts after a while mm-hmm. when you do. Like your body tells you when you need to put the screens down. So I think um, any activity, whether it's taking a nap or painting or writing or even just sitting and thinking doing meditation rest could be 10 minutes um at your lunch break sitting at your desk with the lights off putting your hands on your lap and mindfully you know breathing that's rest yeah one thing they propose in the book so just just giving yourselves five minutes for affirmations so Mm -hmm. i think we're talking about the same thing is what i'm trying to say yeah i think so too i do do, yes yeah and i think that there's also in this not necessarily YouTube, but there's this console. Well, we we are tired. We need to rest. We need to rest. We need to rest. And mm-hmm. sure, like I think, but if we're doing those things daily, mm-hmm. how like how do how do we change then? And so that's kind of the the thing of like if you're doing that stuff daily, sure you like yes, work and life is tiring absolutely. But if you're if you've built in those, I'm going to take my rest and it's going to look like 10 minutes at my lunch writing affirmations mm-hmm. great and i do that every day mm-hmm. that i think is more prone to okay well i am able to rest and i have that that portion of my life rather than i'm gonna rest when it's the weekend when i'm on break okay and so 
yes, you can I'm be tired. Right. Yeah. And so, okay. yes, you yeah. can be tired even implementing the rest. Sure. But you are at least mindful mm-hmm. that I am taking this time daily for me rather than I am going to only rest when I go hike up Cal's Mountain. And so I, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> and so just kind of that, that mindset or that talking of like, yes, I do this and I've implemented this w- time to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is part of my day and whatever. And it's not just I only rest when I'm on a break. Or yeah. Right. Break. And I think that if somebody is doing those things daily and still feeling exhausted, that they need to really closely examine that they are experiencing symptoms of burnout. Yeah. And if you are burned out, um, you need to take stress leave. And the only like the first step to recovering from burnout is to allow a prolonged period of rest. So. Um, yeah. So if, I mean, if you're, if you're in that place, then I just feel like I need to say this. Like sure. <laughs> if you are completely exhausted and you, and you have compassion fatigue, like where you're not caring about, you know, your job or, or kids or anything anymore, then you need a break like a real one. Sure. And let me be the person to give you the permission to call your doctor and request that stress leave. And yes, and then build in those healthy habits. I really would encourage people to read Rest is Resistance. I think it's a great book. And I, I just love Teresa Hersey so much. So follow her on social media and uh, and let her let her influence you um, with, uh, with building those habits of rest. I don't really know how we got there. Apologies. No, I mean, <laughs> I think that it's important to yeah. define it. I'm glad that you're saying that you're saying it. And I feel like um, I've been hearing ever since we came back from COVID just how exhausted people yeah. are. And it's like we never get out of it. And it's almost a competition where we're telling each other how tired we are. I mean, at least yeah. from, from my perspective, like the reason why I'm reading this book at the moment is because I've been I've felt the fr- like, the the collective burnout, but mm-hmm. also the collective need for us to still fight the fight because the, the systems that empower are still trying right. to squash us, whatnot, um, in a in broad sense, not just about that, but then in general. So, like, how do we circumnavigate this? And so, yeah, and we can't get out in, of that in, without intentionally giving ourselves breaks, right? And mm-hmm. also the notion that we can't do it on our own, right? It's like, well, it's not just going to be on John Seligman. We got to mm-hmm. think of this bigger. So, yeah. Yeah. You have to prioritize yourself and then you also have to make sure that you're reaching out for community and we need a safe enough place to have that community. <laughs> There's a lot of layers here. Yep. Yep. A, so all, we're going to get all that done in the next three weeks for our summer break, right? Two days. Perfect. <laughs> Check. Tops. We solved it. I'm glad we did. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess to, to wrap up rest, I just want to make sure that whenever that term is used at least for the people listening that there's that this again i guess it goes back to when we say the district if we're not specifically calling it out oh well i need rest okay well what does that look like what does that need Mm -hmm. and then what i've received from my job and working with certain people that they get pushback of like well have self-care and like do these things and so it's it's those suggestions to try to build in daily habits but then the pushback is thrown back in the face like well we you, we can't do that and like that's not and it just we're not being specific and calling out yes we're tired yes we need rest okay so then what does that specifically look like yeah. mm-hmm. does it look like a weekend of just sitting on the couch and not doing anything so then you're not resting those five days that you're not doing that right so i guess just being aware of yeah. whenever we talk about that what is what is doing 
Like, what are you doing in order to try to circumnavigate this world of rest? Be I, I agree. Be specific, be intentional. Because I've, I've also, mm-hmm. I mean, you've heard me on this podcast. Chris and I have both fought on this t- topic before. Like, and I've hated the term self-care because oftentimes I hear it. It is this element of, oh, just do this. But you aren't actually walking me through mm-hmm. what that looks like, uh, especially when I'm surrounded by, not through, through Crystal, thankfully, but a lot of other people, like just self-care being just like, oh, just go on a spa. It's like, that's not, doesn't work for me. Like, what does it look like? What does it look like to be intentional about the rest that you do in a daily manner? But, okay, so yes, when you had the last part, daily manner, yes, yes. I agree. But for somebody else, that spa day is your Cole's Mountain. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. I mean, exactly. As I mentioned earlier, it's going to look, <laughs> <it's gonna laughs> look different. It. I, but I can't. you're right. Yeah. It is so, a daily element and making sure it's not just a one-time dealio. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you will constantly be like in and out, in and out, burn out, rest-ish. Mm-hmm. It's because it's not going to be fully rested. Exactly. And, and so I guess it's just being... Intentional. Yeah, being intentional about yeah. it. And well... Yeah, and I know past Jonathan felt like um, the term self-care was selfish. I remember this conversation we had very clearly. And I've thought about it a lot since. And I think that the things that Jonathan Seligman wants are good. You know, I think that you want your kids to be loved and happy. And Mm -hmm. you want to make a positive difference in this world. And so I'd like to see you, you know, come like be the best self you can because yourself is good yeah 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 i, I've, I don't, don't remember how long ago that was but i definitely have thought that like that actually i'm sure young john seligman was like i gotta be doing gotta be doing gotta be doing it's yeah. like it's 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 terrible it's mm-hmm. like because i can't serve my community if i'm not that's if right I'm dead you know it's like yeah yeah because if anything god last talk about the system of power system of power wanted me to be burned out uh-huh. essentially so that the status quo can be maintained yep and it's okay for your rest or whatever to look different and to change and to morph yep, yep. so that too mm-hmm. so what are you doing for rest what are you doing for rest i know what i'm doing um i'm watercoloring a lot Ooh. yeah okay. 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 i love to watercolor and take pictures um so been doing a lot of photography and art visual art you can nice. find it at crystalprimor.com no yes, you, you really can. can't <laughs> <laughs> you can't it's usually just for me and my friends <laughs> For me, uh, it's being intentional with the people I spend with, um, spending time with mm-hmm. people, person. Um, <laughs> but also, um, I've wanted to just, yeah, just create for the sake of my own. Like creating for me, like, I've always shared this with friends, like creation has always been a means for me to fight my mental health problems. Like mm-hmm. if we're creating, we're not consuming. For creating, mm-hmm. we are doing, like, we are doing what our bodies were meant to do, I, I would argue. Um, and creation is, doesn't mean producing necessarily. Creation means that we're like using our imagination to develop what we see around us, essentially. So I love that. Um, I, I mean, the problem is, give <laughs> me myself time, because mm-hmm. creation takes time. Yes, like, it does. Like I, I've had this piece of music that I've written back in college. That I wanted to make the third movement of, but it's a, it's a, creation is a birthing process. Like, mm-hmm. and like it. It's not something you just do overnight. It's something of pro- so you just need to sit down with it. So that's a hard part. But I, I do. I'm trying to find time to be with people, and create, be it musically or be it visual art based. Yeah, 
Love it. Yeah. Mark, or, what do you... or also in the writing element because mm. I want to get back into writing. Writing was mm-hmm. something I did a lot in high school and I think it was really helpful for, for me to fight the, the sads. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. So, creation. So what are you creating right now? The blog. That's going to be published hopefully after this, no, before this. But Where can they find it? They can find JohnSolomon.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hopefully it is actually published before this podcast is released, actually. Cool. Um, yeah. So. Mine is I've started walking again in the mornings. Hey. Um, so getting up with the dog. Um, I Odin. Yeah, Odin. Um, <laughs> I may have torn a meniscus. I don't know. I messed up my knee back in November. Oh. And so I had been very cautious and it still hurts, but my doctor doesn't care. And so I don't care. And so, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> so I've just decided, oh, I'm going to do this again. So Speaking I've been going out. Walking. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going out with the dog every morning and it's, I, I feel different, you know, and it's, I have to get up early, which means I should probably, should probably go to bed the night, like earlier than I have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been. So, in order to be better about myself, go to bed a little bit earlier. Um, but it's been great. It's, you know, it like this morning, I did not want to go, but I did. And I'm really happy I did. And mm-hmm. it was it was good for me. It was good for the dog. And I got listened to a podcast and just, you know, it was lovely. That so, sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, knowing that there will come a time where I probably won't walk in the morning every day. So then what does it look like then? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's, I guess, what I'm just trying to get at is, we have these grand ideas of rest mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's like, oh, rest is when I'm on a beach in Hawaii. That's when I'm resting. Like, that's fantastic. You can absolutely rest on the beach in Hawaii, I would mm-hmm. hope. But if that's the only time that you are thinking about that's when I'm resting, yeah. you're... You, no, it's a daily practice. It has to be a, pra- it has to be a practice, mm-hmm. not just a one-time dealio. Uh, yeah. So Seth Godin, I'm paraphrasing. Cause not related from- to Dog Godin. I mean, not maybe. I, I doubt it. But <laughs> he says that uh, creativity is a practice. Yeah. Even great creative minds have a system to help them be creative and to hone their ideas. And that creativity is an active process, not passive. And then Maya Angelou says that you can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, I don't know, being, I guess, more specific about things rather than talking in large ideals and... That's what I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. of myself of Practice. being more being more specific about mm-hmm. all the things. Yeah. Especially yeah. in this job. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz I feel like one of the biggest problems I have is people are armchair revolutionists, like people who say like these great ideas, but what are you doing to actually put it in practice? That's that's a very fair, fair point. How are we actually placing the things we want into the daily? So if we say that we're tired and we want rest and we're not doing anything to do that, Eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. wishing you a summer of rest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you are. Yeah. And whatever that looks like. And yeah. it doesn't have to necessarily be on a beach in Hawaii. And you can. if you're listening to this, you know, in post, like during the school year, hope that you find ways to f- implement practice of rest even mm-hmm. amidst the business of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Spiccato after the break. And we're back. Yes, but before we get to Spagato, the uh, now no longer is the left turn. We all know what's going to happen. Thank you, everyone, for being with us for as long as five years, four years, four years, four years, four years, four years, or just mm-hmm. yesterday. But um, 
in order for this uh, community to grow and for this podcast to be shown to other people, it really helps the algorithms by making sure you leave a review. Five stars are the only number that I know how to count to. So leave five stars and leave us a review as well. Um, I think Apple Podcasts is the only one that does that. But, mm-hmm. you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us a review or also go to YouTube.com, CH Classroom and uh, like and subscribe there, even if you don't listen, watch us there. Um, also, if you want um, to you know, drop a few bucks our way, we have Patreon.com slash CH Classroom, which we have some cool stuff going on. We are um, posting things once a month. Um, but if you don't have a buck to toss our way, just leave us a review. That helps yeah, and for the month of June, we mm-hmm. have, um, to celebrate Pride Month, we have a safe space poster yeah. that I designed and is hanging on the wall in my classroom. Um, and, uh, and I hope that it brings you a little color and joy in yours. Yeah, so check it out. Um, and... I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. (laughs) All right. Okay, here's our spiccato, and I don't have them with me, but on the last day of school... Um, an entire class of uh, of third graders brought in those little drink umbrellas, <laughs> mm. and I found them everywhere okay, okay, <laughs> all okay. day. And I thought that that might be the perfect um, summer break spiccato. So, My how about a little cocktail umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> my first thing that comes to mind mm-hmm. is not music class related. It just so something. So talking about rapport with your coworkers, I I, I have a, I have a good rapport with like nearly all my coworkers, which I'm really grateful for. It's a really great community. But sometimes we like to prank each other. <laughs> so uh, just cocktail umbrellas. I feel like I'd want to just like when they enter the classroom, they can't walk in there because there's just you know cocktail umbrellas everywhere. So that's what I would do. <laughs> How many are we talking about? Are we talking about like? You could have an unlimited oh, amount, Mark. Goodness. What would you do? My first thought is wow. using it as a means of floating because they mm. do have like a buoyancy when you toss it in the air. <laughs> um, color, multicolored, right? Oh yeah, I mean, all the rainbow colors. I have never. So you could show like Mary Poppins with her umbrella, and then mm, you could mm, mm. you could everybody could float like Mary yeah. Poppins with her umbrella. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. And then maybe you could also bring if you want to add on to the spiccato, bring in one big umbrella. Ooh. And then one kid has the big umbrella. Everyone else is using the small umbrellas to float around. And then, then they have to pass the big umbrella to someone else. And so it changes the leader, essentially. Follow or, the leader. They, or they have to follow the big umbrella with their little umbrella. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But still in a floating matter. I'm sure you could also use some notation-based stuff with the colors. We did um, whole notes with them. So mm-hmm. an open umbrella was a whole note. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. a uh, closed umbrella was a quarter rest. 
that's what i did in class i was riffing because <laughs> it was like the, the last week of school and uh and that's they they had a lot of trouble understanding whole notes and so mm. i was like oh it's kind of a circle so you That'll see work. a whole note is worth four beats. Uh-huh. And so... Yeah, but we it, we had to do it on the recorders because, you know, you can't play a whole note on an ORF instrument. Dink. <laughs> I mean, you can. It you just won't can. have sound for all right, four Right, exactly. It's a, it's a quarter note with three rests. Let's be real. <laughs> That's always been a question mark for me. Is it a whole note or is it... Because especially with like the um, metallophones. Yeah. Like a quarter note well, would be those a would ding have more sustain. Exactly. So yeah. like, I've always been like, I don't know, let us know mm-hmm. what your thoughts are. <laughs> well, we could get into it if you want to. Exactly. But that's how I used it. Recorders, cool. whole notes, quarter rests. How would you use it as an admin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, my only... Like, my, John <laughs> my first thought is obviously a prank is just completely fill somebody's desk with it <laughs> the other thought was the best this is the best <laughs> um, the other thought was go collect more with your co-workers and go out to drinks um, mm-hmm. obviously I'm new to this scene and maybe sure. you two are not tiki bars like that's like a oh, thing oh yeah it is a thing I'm totally a thing I got to go to a tiki bar with some people and it was a ton of fun and mm-hmm. the drinks were fantastic and the food was super good um, anyway so that was my first thought of like, well, go out and get some drinks, you know. Yeah. Um, Take your coworkers. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> In the theme of what we were go talking bond. about earlier, just, yeah, have some yeah. rapport building. Do a happy hour. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I got. I'm, just, I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, my dude. I don't know how tiny umbrellas would be applicable to desk typing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, my dude. Yeah. I don't either. All right. Well, that was a fun one. And I do, I have a round. We want to do it? Let's do it. Okay. Round of the week. So this. About Tiki Bars? Uh, it is not. Oh, um, and it's not really a round. It's a two part song. So uh, it's Chumbara. Chumbara, 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 Chum, 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 Chumbara, 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 Chum, Chum, Chum. Ready? Chumbara, 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 Chum chum chumbara chum chum chumbara 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 chum 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 chumbara 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 chum 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 there you go it's like cute little easy first two part song for the babies and you can start with chumbara and then there's fidoli and chowberski finally Fidoli, Fidoli, Fidoli. I'm guessing it's all vocal bowls, right? Guess what it means. Oh, they aren't. What? Nothing. Oh, because they're vocal bowls. Okay. Yeah, that's what I tell the kids as I introduce them. I say, we're going to sing a song Choo, called Chumbara. And then I'm like, do you know what it means? And they say, they say, no. I say, it means nothing. And then I say, now we're going to sing Fidoli. You know what it means? 
nothing. nothing. And then we get to Chowbersky. You know what it means? And they all go, nothing. It's great. <laughs> it reminds me of when Dr. Peterson uh, talked about when like pop singers sing, yeah, yeah. You know, are they really saying yes or no? There's a clapping game that goes along with it. You can YouTube it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. So you're going to do the clapping while you do the chum, chum, chum. chum well, it's fun because I played as a circle mm-hmm. game. So chumbara is just pat, pat, clap, pat, pat, clap. And you sing it chumbara, chumbara, chumbara. And then for Fidoli, you pat on your lap and you're sitting in a circle. So mm-hmm. first you pat yourself and then you put your right hand on the on the left leg of the person next to you and your oh, left hand on your yeah. right leg. So boom. And then back to yourself and then you go to the left. So you go one to your right and one to your left. How fightily. So it goes fightily, 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 like that. And then you're all gotcha, in a circle. Gotcha, gotcha. And then for Chowbrewski, you go pat on your lap and then crisscross okay. and then pat. And then you get the legs of the two people next to you. Boom. So pat and cross and pat and out. And like then that. you grab the legs and attach to your 30 year old body, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you can't walk right now. <laughs> Oof. I'm feeling actually after the long. The, the hike it's, like, it's oh. been a while so yeah good for you though yeah you know yeah. adding on to things i want to do for rest more so i like to keep chumba on my back pocket for okay. a good first week of school so cool, cool. yep awesome mm-hmm. well since we go back mid-july gonna need that don't remind me <laughs> i normally have keys in my back pocket keys keys i usually have my phone in my back pocket mm. yeah what do you have? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> awesome. Mark, thank you so much for joining hey, us today. Thanks, guys. It's been lovely. I, yeah. It's been a while, my dude, but I'm glad. It feels you... good to have you back at the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any way that people can see what's happening in the district? Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. They could uh, follow on Twitter at VAPACVSD and then that's a, and then at CVSD.org. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So those are the two places. Cool, cool, cool. Also, youtube.com slash CVESD Arts, right? Yeah. Clearly, I'm crushing it on social media. That's okay. Crystal, if someone wants to contact you, work that out. Sure. You can find me on Instagram at Mrs.Pridmore, or you can find me at crystalpridmore.com. Awesome. You can find me also at Mr. Seligman, M R S E L I G M A N, on all the socials. Um, you can find us at CH Classroom on most of the socials. I think there's only one exception. I think it's Facebook, Chaotic Harmony Classroom. Also at CH-Class, just to get our link tree. But also, I mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash CH Classroom. Check it out. But if you want to email us directly, we do read the emails. Email us directly on chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great summer. Bye. 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 The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com
that went everywhere. It did, but it was all contiguous. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I, I really, Until I, you listen back. No, no, I, I do what agree. I, I think uh-huh. a lot of the things that we addressed <laughs> mm-hmm. was because we lack rest. Yeah. And to rhyme this all after, we'll do our best. Mm-hmm. And make of this. I can't, I can't. That whole rhyme was a mess. That yeah, but I think you failed the test. Oh, is just like talk about this? I think so. Hundred percent. Hey, Crystal. Hey, how's it going? It's great. I can I can hear you loud and clear. I think it's great for the visuals, though. Trying to sing your eyebrows. Yeah. I don't think the pop filter is supposed to get wet. I mean, ew. Right. All right, shall we? I guess. Wait, well, good burp. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you good? I'm good. <laughs>